This podcast is made possible by the generous contributions from listeners just like you. If you have the means and you'd like to contribute, click on the link in the show description to go to my supporter page. Once you're there, it's completely up to you how much you'd like to give. There's no minimum and no maximum and no ongoing charges. Enjoy this episode and thanks for listening to The Saturday Quiz. Welcome to another episode of The Saturday Quiz. I'm your host, John Leary, and as always, I'm here to ask the 10 questions from the quiz in The Saturday Paper, and my guests are going to try and answer them. Joining me this week are two of the performers from my favourite satirical news show, Sean McAuliffe's Mad as Hell. But more than that, they're also both authors. One of them wrote the parody journal of Australia's former Prime Minister, the ScoMo Diaries, and the other wrote the guidebook How to Win Game Shows, which he has some personal experience of, having won over $600,000 in cash and prizes on the quiz show Temptation. Welcome to the show, Tosh Greenslade and Stephen Hall. Thank you for having me. The real us. question is, which one is which? <laughs> which one is which? I can tell you for a guarantee that I am me. Good. Yeah. I'm not sure. I we'll have to sort of yeah, we'll have to work it out as we go on. Stephen's quite confident that he's him, but I'm <laughs> I'm not entirely yeah. sure that yeah, I Tosh, am me. Tosh could turn out to be me all along. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I, I want to ask you, Stephen, mm. uh, about your experience on temptation. Which, for my listeners, uh, they might not understand that that was kind of the reboot of Sale of the Century, correct? That's right, yeah. Sale of the Century ran for like 21 years from 1980 to 2001, and then that came to an end. But they rebooted it in 2005, uh, just calling it Temptation, but it was essentially the same show. Yeah, I went on that, having gone on the old original Sale of the Century. Oh, so you'd also gone on Sale of the Century? Yes, yes, in 1994, young fella, and also... 1999, uh, losing both times, uh, coming away with nothing more than a board game and a stick pin. <laughs> but I, uh, I, I got my act together and uh, reapplied because you, if you're a loser, you can reapply. And I got my act together, and in the time between, I, I came on in leaps and bounds, and I went back on Temptation and did a lot better. Yes. Yes, you you did the full. What was it? Six nights, seven nights. It was seven nights, and uh, wow. Yeah, you had to sort of win through seven nights, and they had a two two week gap in recording in between the first four episodes and the final three episodes. So that was a pretty um, uh, tense wow. time. I mean, yeah. that's quite Goodness impressive. I, I should add, though, that I personally uh, won the Encouragement Award in Under Nine's Indoor Cricket. Yeah, people forget that, don't they? And I got a free small chips from the Bakery Hill McDonald's. So <laughs> well, I think brilliant. we've all done very impressive things. <laughs> yes, yeah, that, that's true. I mean, I was getting to that. That was in my <laughs> yeah, Of course, of course. Uh, yeah, that was, that was <clears> my <throat> next question. Ah. Um, now, do you remember, Stephen, your winning score... And by how much you beat your nearest competitor and what your nearest competitor's name was. Do you remember any of those things? His All name? tattooed on his body. <laughs> um, He's got a graveyard tattooed on his back with the names of all of the people that he beat and by how much. Yeah. Uh, his name was Drew Devlin. And oh, yeah, full he name. In, yeah, he worked in outdoor camping equipment, I think. But uh, he was he was a gun, and he really he was a gun. Yeah. I was so impressed. He came to win. He really took it up to me, and I won by fifteen dollars. But uh, I had got fifteen dollars on the fame game, and so if I hadn't have got that, Not, it would have been you're a tiebreaker. Incorrect. Oh, am I? Oh no. Yeah, you won oh. by twenty five because you got twenty five ah. from. You were right. You it was you a bonus. won by. 
as much as you got uh, from the the board. The fame game, yeah. UMI. Yeah, fame game. And if I hadn't got that, the, it, it um, would have been a tiebreaker, which would have been so doesn't bear thinking wow. about. Ah, yes. Do you remember yeah. what the what the Who Am I answer was? Was it Yitzhak Rabin? It was Yitzhak yeah. Rabin. Yeah. Do you remember the face, <laughs> the famous face that you picked? It wasn't. Was it Nathan Foley from High Five? <laughs> It sure was. <laughs> Nathan wow. Foley from High Five. Yeah. <laughs> uh, behind which was the 25. And, yeah, that proved the difference. I sent him a bottle of champagne Amazing. and it surprised him. Did you? Came, yeah, it came out of the blue. <laughs> he didn't. If they ever do a special of uh, of Temptation, they bring it back and the, the special subject is Stephen's time-winning Temptation. Yeah. I think you're a shoe in Yes. All right. <laughs> Sign me up. Sign me up. Now, on this season of the quiz, I've been asking my guests if they have a favourite piece of trivia. Do either of you have a favourite piece of trivia? Oh, gee. I have a couple. I've got... That's all I do is I wander around and tell people facts and they get quite (laughs) annoyed at me and say, can you please just stop saying all of this stuff to me? (laughs) But probably, I'd say most of it's probably not true. That's the other thing. You just make stuff up? Well, no, I see things on the internet and I'm like, that's true. And then I just keep that in my head as fact forever. (laughs) Like Oliver Cromwell. Have you had that fact yet? No. What's that? What's this Oliver Cromwell? So, fact? so when he came to power, I think it was Charles the first. I think that he um, defeated and had beheaded, so they killed him, and then he died, just normal, like natural causes, and then his son took over, and then his son was deposed by Charles's son, Charles the second, who to get revenge for his dad executed the already dead Oliver Cromwell. He dug him up and chopped his head off and stuck it on a stick. And he's like, yeah, I'll kill him twice. Wow. So he So he executed him years after he actually died. And then Oliver Cromwell's head just sort of bounced around. For, like it was up on a stick and it, <laughs> I think a, a storm blew it down or something and then people just got it. And then it just got passed around for ages. People were just buying Oliver Cromwell's head. And then uh, eventually, eventually, I think it got reburied. Maybe in like... The last century or something. It was quite recently that they went, oh, we should probably put this back in the ground. <laughs> maybe with the rest of his body, maybe not. Well, I, yeah, okay. There you go. That is a nifty bit of trivia. Yeah. True or not, It's I, I really like it. Yeah. Nice. I've just remembered that I think Helen Keller uh, was instrumental in introducing a breed of dog into America. It's. <laughs> I don't remember which one, but it, it's like one of like a big fluffy type of dog, like a Samoyed or something like that. And I don't know how or why. This is the thing when people so ask me about. There's some connection between a breed of dog introduced into the United States and Helen Keller. Yes, the famous deaf and blind um, author. Yeah, another fun yeah. fact about her is she could oh, yes. she could see and hear. All a lie. <laughs> wow, I, I did not know that. You learn something new every day. True. No, you're going to get yeah. me sued. She's dead, so it's not defamatory. She's a <laughs> fraud. Right. We have to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. 
You're listening to the Saturday Quiz. I'm joined today by Tosh Greenslade and Stephen Hall. Here we go. Ten questions and um, your time starts now. Number one. Question number one. Who is Australia's Deputy Prime Minister? Now? Yes, now. Who is the current Deputy Prime Minister? See, this is... uh, It's good that uh, both of us being on a satirical news program are sitting here going... (laughs) But I think, look, the the question could have been, who is the Prime Minister? And it would be very difficult to answer that as well. No, I know that one. Yeah, you know his name, but do you know who he is? I reckon it's either, and and I would have remembered if they had a funny voice and they were easy to do an impression of. That's what I've been, that's what I would have really paid attention. Is it Richard Miles or is it not Richard? It is. Yeah, it is. Yeah, no, it is Richard Miles. Yeah. That's not what I was going to say. Well, that's good. I thought that at the very beginning and then I was like, uh, I won't say it because if it's wrong, I'll look like a complete idiot. But as we were speaking, my brain was getting more and more sort of set on the idea that it was Richard Miles. So I felt confident enough that I wouldn't look like a huge idiot. Not a huge one. Not no, a huge and one. in fact, you've you've looked quite the quite the opposite. Not a huge idiot, mm. just a small yeah, idiot. Yeah. He's yeah. also the minister f- for defence. And do you know what electorate he represents? <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Richard Miles, oh Milesy, um, he represents the seat of um, uh, Higgins from Magnum PI. <laughs> it's not Higgins. <laughs> It is Cario. Oh, yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah. I used to work in Cario. I used to work at the Shell Refinery in Cario when I was in drama school. That was my day job. What did you do at the Shell Refinery in Cario? Did you refine shells? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And turned them into glorious petroleum. Excellent. No, I was a trade assistant in in a company that did tank maintenance. So we would jack tanks and, and cut the bottoms out of them. Well, I wouldn't do any of that. I I do I do like some of some of the labour. Mostly, it was sitting in a small tin shed doing the puzzles in Take Five and That's Life magazine <laughs> as as a fire spotter to make sure that no one died. Wow! But that was yeah, that was what most of my job was, and trying not to fall asleep because I went to drama school at night from seven to ten an hour away from my house on the tram. And so I'd get home at 11 and I'd start work in Cario. I lived in Melbourne. Start work in Cario at 7 o'clock in the morning. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, That's usually cool. when we did the like the quiet lying down, feel your body, get in touch with oh, yourself. Right. at drama school. Yeah, I would just go to sleep. <laughs> yeah. That's why I'm not a very good actor because I slept all the way through drama school. <laughs> I didn't get any of the lessons. So I was just like, okay, this is how to act. And I was like, oh, no. Oh, I'm still asleep. All right, very well done. Richard Donald Marles is currently serving as the 19th Deputy Prime Minister of Australia. All right, question number two. In German, it's kartoffel. Mm. What vegetable is it in English? I know that. Ah, so do I. Stephen, do you want to say it because I got the first one right and made you look like a fool? Sure. (laughs) It's potato. And uh, I know... It is potato. Yeah. Do you, how do you know that? I studied German at school for five and a half years, and um, I still I still know a little German. He's around here somewhere. Oh. <laughs> Stephen is referring to the clone of Hitler that he has living with him. <laughs> I call him short, the miniature version. Little he's a good. Here's a good word from German. Is yeah. See, I told you I'd just say facts. Um, you know how Germans have like a word for everything? Apparently, like, yes. Yeah. What is the word for everything in German? Alles. 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 All. Alles. Yeah. yeah. Alles um, I mean, we have a word for everything yeah, as well. It, it, yeah. <laughs> That's right. It's everything. It's everything. Yeah. Yes. So they have a word specifically for the weight that you put on when you're sad. 
so from overeating due to sadness, and it's Kummerspeck, which literally translates to grief bacon. Grief bacon, yeah. yeah. Brilliant. That's awesome. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Grief bacon. Yeah, the, the word kartoffel, as well as being the word for potato, it's also taken on other meanings, mm. with some in Germany claiming that it's been used as a racial slur. Wow. It kind of, the closest sort of corresponding word in Australian English I can kind of think of is calling someone skip or skippy. Oh, oh, so, so it, it's a white is it person. For, is it for German people? Yeah, so it's so it's uh-huh. a German-born German person. Do they not know about the word kraut? Are they are they just <laughs> sitting there, just like what kraut? Yeah, no, that no, makes way more topic. sense. And also, it refers to Peter Dutton. Yeah. Yes, yes. Exactly. All right. Question number three: Who won the twenty twenty two Logie Award for most? Popular new talent. Oh, that's okay. As, lo- as long as it's not most popular entertainment, because we don't talk about that. Uh, oh, no, yes. it was most popular. Sorry, most, most popular comedy. There is, is no most no, outstanding oh, comedy. No, that was most, most outstanding entertainment, entertainment program, program. Yeah, which we yeah, lost yeah. to a much better, a much, much better um, satirical satirical news program, Lego Masters. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's right. They really hold the government to account. <laughs> yeah, they speak truth to power, you bet. Yeah. Uh, the most popular new talent was won by Tony Armstrong from uh, ABC. It was. Yes. Do, you, do you remember who the other nominees were? Oh, I should know this because... Um, it doesn't matter because they didn't win. They didn't win. <laughs> they no, are confined they to the bin of history. No, I don't, I've instantly forgotten them even though, you know, you know that I work on the Logies and, and so I was... Across all of this at the time. Oh, what do you do on the logies? I write it. Of course you do. And uh, have for the last, you know, seven or eight years, I guess. And so, yeah, I was intimately acquainted with all that. But it's like everything, all the knowledge that you have. Yeah, come June 20th, um, it's it's all gone because don't need to know it anymore. This award is also named after Graham Kennedy. And you were on the Graham Kennedy, you were on the King playing Bert Newton, correct? That is correct. And um, actually, yeah, I, I played Bert Newton in The King, which is a telly movie in 2006 or some such, and, and I met Bert after that, and uh, he was he was very nice and very charming, and I met him a second time, and he said, oh, hello, Stephen, nice to see me. And uh, <laughs> this Logie's just gone. We had um, Paddy Newton presenting an award because now the most popular presenter award is called the Bert Newton uh, award, oh. award for most popular presenter as a sort of tribute to him and so I wrote a little script for Patty and, and it was very intimidating because it's so personal and, and raw you know Bert has only died at the end of October last year so she's still grieving and I wrote a gag for her that I thought was in the voice of Bert and I was very very anxious presenting this gag to her but she liked it and she said oh yeah I'll do that and she did it and it, and it worked alright on the night and the gag was um, she, she t- sort of talks a lot about what Bert meant to her and how he's a big part of her life. And, you know, it's, it's quite sentimental and quite moving and very, you know, raw. And uh, at the end, she said something along the lines of we're, we're also pleased that <clears throat> the Logies organisers have decided to name this um, most popular presenter award after Bert. And I'm sure and certain that uh, if he were here, uh, I'm absolutely sure he would have said, so not the gold then. Uh, and um, she liked it and it worked. And so that was quite a, a compliment that, you know, uh, she thought that he, she could hear him saying that. So that was a, a really, that was a highlight of the Logies for mine. Yeah, nice. Hmm. All right. Question number four. 
The Gobi Desert is located in which two countries? Which two countries? I want to say Mongolia being one of them. Would that be right? That is correct. Mm. Gobi actually means waterless place in Mongolian. Wow. So right. that's where it gets its name. I would say the other one would be, because I'm thinking, oh, no, no, that's wrong. I'm thinking of Gobi Manchurian. I think Gobi in one of the Indian languages means cauliflower. That's that's from ordering <laughs> Indian takeaway. What am yeah, I doing? Good. Let's say yeah. India. <laughs> Well, it would, it would be Man, Manchuria. Which is? Is that in China? It is in China, yeah. yeah. Excellent. So, so Mongolia and China yeah. are the two countries over which uh, the Gobi Desert covers. There we go. We got there in the end through cauliflower. Right. <laughs> Teamwork, baby. Yeah, via India, yeah. which was yeah. incorrect. Can I please have <laughs> the desert curry? Just yes. Sand and rocks. Uh, very well done. Look at us. We're killing it. Yeah, you are. It's the biggest desert in Asia. Good on it. All right, question number five. True or false? A triangle is also a polygon. Well, that's true, isn't it? Yeah. That's true. Doesn't polygon mean many sides? Yeah. 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 More than one. Every shape is a polygon, isn't it? Well, what about a circle? Circle's got one. Or maybe not. It's got got one side. Yeah. Or, or does do you it? count the inside side of the inside of the line? Mm. Yeah, no angles. What what does yeah, what does gone refer to in in if it's a, a yeah. poly, gone means you know, it's not here. Gone means it's not here anymore. If it's gone. Yeah, thank you. That's it means, it means you your not Paris speak missing. English. Very well done. Yes, true. A triangle is also a polygon. Hooray! <laughs> You're smashing it. (laughs) And on that triumphant note, we'll take a little break. We'll be back in a moment. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. This is the Saturday Quiz. I'm joined today by Tosh Greenslade and Stephen Hall. We're halfway through the quiz. Question number six. This year, she lost in the first round. But how many Wimbledon women's singles titles has Serena Williams won? Oh man, come on! This is this is not fair. Now doing sport has Yeah, it? sport. There's always a sport question in this yeah. quiz. But I I know that it's neither of your uh, specialties. Correct. Can it can it be like true or false? Serena Williams plays tennis. True. That's true. Like the previous That's one. That's true. Serena that is Williams true. is a polygon. Yes. Um, I'm going to say four. You're going to say four? I am. In fact, uh, I just did. Good. Thank you for your for your answer. <laughs> what about you, Tosh? Do you have a different answer? Oh, let's hope so. <laughs> I, just, I just wonder if that answer would be higher or lower than the answer that I have in my head. That's the question. Well, I, Who knows? I'm, what would you I guess? Would, would you that guess that it was higher or would you guess that it was lower? I would suggest that it was higher. You are yeah. correct. That is, it is higher in my head. Yes, the answer that I have is higher. Um, 806. Yeah. How about now you guess if it was like, I don't know, less than seven? Would you Would you guess that it was... I would, I would stick there. You would guess that it was seven. 
Yeah. Well, I think we're, we're both correct in this, in this little quiz. My <laughs> little quiz for you about the answer that I have, which I know, is seven. And your, your guess that it was seven in my head was correct. So well done. Yeah, well, well done. Well done to you, Tosh. Yeah, thank you. Uh, well done to both seven. of us. Not well done to Stephen she, because no. <laughs> four. He, he what a fool. Yes. What a tall idiot. She's won seven uh, singles titles at Wimbledon. She's also won the Wimbledon doubles titles six times. And she won the mixed doubles at Wimbledon all the way back in 1998. Well, pat on the back for her. I'm glad that I got yeah. that right, by the way, because uh, my, my partner's grandfather is a, an Australian tennising, uh, tennis, tennising, <laughs> tennis, <laughs> yes. uh, tennis legend who has, a, I think, a statue at Rod Laver Arena. Is it Rod Laver? Is your- <laughs> no, it's not Rod Laver, but he's friends with Rod Laver, I think. Really? There you go. Who's who, your, is who is this then? Neil Fraser. Neil Fraser, old yes. uh, Featherlegs. No, what was his... Uh... <laughs> I don't know. That's my nickname, Johnny. I'm Featherlegs. <laughs> that's, that's, that's because Stephen's legs are covered in actual feathers. They grow they out. Instead of hair, he grows feathers yep. on his legs. It's You'll never disgusting. see me in shorts. You'll never see me in shorts. Instead of, instead of shaving his legs, uh, he they, plucks they them. Pl- <laughs> he I gets plucked. Yeah, yep. it's awful. Ridiculous. Yeah. Ah, well, well done, yes. Serena Williams has won seven Wimbledon uh, women's singles titles. Of course she has. So she takes the whole tennis thing pretty seriously then? (laughs) Yeah. I think she is, yeah. 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 That's true. She does. All right, and we are up to question number seven, which is France's National Day, July 14, commemorates the storming of the Bastille. Mm. What was the Bastille. Mm. It's a small type of lozenge that you put on your tongue. And that's a pastille. Um, it's uh, a prison, isn't it? It's a prison. Yeah, it was a prison, yeah. 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 Very well done. When, Did you know that, Tosh? When I used to work at Dan Murphy's, the uh, the, <laughs> the room out the back where they kept... I love this is just your... your uh, yes. a, uh, yeah. 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 Uh, the room where they kept the very expensive wine, like under lock and key, and it was like sort of a, a sealed room and you couldn't drill through it so no one could come in and rob all the, the expensive special wine, right? Uh, was called the Bastille. And they would have bottles of Grange in there yes. and, and bottles of very expensive cognac and prisoners. And, but, pris- uh, yeah, and prisoners. Who had, who had yeah, wronged Dan Murphy. He, um, he, would keep <laughs> his, he would keep his victims in there. Was there, have a, was there ever a storming of the Dan Murphy's Bastille? Uh, no, not to my knowledge. I think those people are still there, unfortunately. Right. But, um, I, yeah, I think they, he took it too far by installing a guillotine, though, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> that, was a, that was a step too it far, was, man. Originally, the Bastille was built as just a fortification, like a, a kind of castle fortification to protect that part of Paris. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yes, in the years leading up to the revolution... It was used as a prison. It only had, guess how many prisoners it had in it at the time of the storming? Um, seven. It is seven. Really? <laughs> ah. There were only seven prisoners in the whole Bastille. The Marquis de Sade had just been transferred out only 10 days prior. Is that who they were trying to get out? And no. They got there and the, they're the, like, oh, okay, uh, orgy's off. <laughs> orgy's off. <laughs> we, we were just trying to get him out so we could organise. Our orgies are rubbish without him. We don't know how to do them. <laughs> we keep we keep forgetting to invite people. We just get there and it's just a room and a box of tissues. 
No, that wasn't what the, their intention was in storming the Bastille. Their real intent... Do you know what their real intention was in storming the Bastille? It wasn't to release the prisoners. To inspire... Just to get on the expensive wine. And to it, inspire Les Miserables. You're both close. It, their real intention was to take possession of the gunpowder and shot that was stored uh, there. So a little oh, bit okay. like, you know, a bottle of Grange. Mm. They wanted, uh, yeah, similar similar notes. Uh, if you were to, if you yeah, were to consume them, gunpowdery, hot heat. Yeah, yeah, very well done. Question number eight. Thank you. According to Greek mythology, what happened to those who gazed into Medusa's eyes? And there's a bonus point for naming the collective term for Medusa and her sisters, Theno and Uriali. Right. I, I'm like pretty in sure. The species? The, the, is that the collective term? Kind of, I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, three on, sisters, Stephen. and they were they were they were called the, ty- the, the type of uh, thing that they were. Yeah. Well, what happens when you look at her is you turn to stone. Correct. And yes. and are they either are they either the gorgons? That's what they or- are. Or are they, they the harpies? No, no they, they are gorgons. the gorgons. That's correct. Because they were, they well, they they were like, oh, we're absolutely gorgeous. So we're the gorgons, and then people went, <laughs> oh, people went, no, but, you're, no, that's, it's because they a were cheesemakers. Ah, oh, yes. <laughs> so uh, they, the gorgonzolas, they made yeah. particularly gorgonzola, right? Yeah, yeah, sure, yeah. sure. Uh, um, Tosh, you've been a dad for twenty months now, and you, the dad jokes are really coming along. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Twenty months of practice of dad jokes. Yeah. yeah, he loves my Greek mythology gear. He's just like, he oh, get him, get him. Yeah. Do you know? Uh, do you know who slayed Medusa and how was it he Perseus? did it? Was it Perseus? It was Perseus, and he used a mirrored shield. He and did he chopped her head off. Indeed, he did. Yeah, he a used a mirrored shield so that he didn't have to look at her. Yeah. And do you know what he then used her head as a weapon to turn someone into stone? Do you know who he turned into stone? No, but what he did was he put her head on Oliver Cromwell's body. <laughs> <laughs> just just as a joke, just as a gag. And that's uh, how we got Queen Elizabeth II. <laughs> Not many people know that. Not many people know that. Um, uh, no, yeah. Do you know who he he made? He carried around Medusa's head and held it up, and yeah. someone looked into its dead eyes and still turned to stone. Do you know who that was? Wow! That oh, that's powerful. like it's like when you get a snake head and you have, you're like careful of its mouth because it might bite you even though it's dead. That's, yeah. that's, that's a tip. A snake's mouth. A that's snake's a tip head. for a stri- if you've chopped a snake's head off in the garden, which you're maybe not allowed to do, but if you do. This is a tip for Australians. Don't go near its head. Yeah, or no, just mm. don't let the head bite you. Because yeah. just remember, the head is still poison. Mm. There's venom in there. But also, yeah, don't chop do. the heads off native animals. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. Get the snake man to come, unless it's a koala, because really, <laughs> like, just go hell for leather on that. Because they're still poisonous even after they Oh, no, <laughs> just, just because they're so up themselves. Yeah. Like, just mm. like... Get yeah. over They've had it mate. too good for too long, those koalas. Yeah. yeah, now your head's off with a shovel. <laughs> Not so cute now, are you? I'm not allowed at the zoo. No, I think that's best for everyone. Dear me, um, that's dreadful. I don't, I don't, I'm, I don't know who Perseus uh, petrified with the, the severed head, but I'm curious to know who, who was it. It was Atlas. 
Oh, oh yeah. It held the world on his shoulders. The Titan? Yes, the Titan Atlas. Wow. How about Why? that? Why? But that, wouldn't the, wouldn't the Earth fall over? Or was that, yeah. was he like, was Atlas like, I'm just, I'm jiggling the Earth a bit too much. And he's like, you need to stay still because the Earth is, that's too much earthquake. And so they're well, like, all right, yeah. to, stone. To, to clarify things, Atlas was actually holding up the sky, not the oh. Earth. He's, a, he's often oh. pictured or depicted holding up mm. the Earth, but, but uh, in actual fact, he was holding up the sky. Oh. In actual fact. <laughs> yeah. Yes, in actual fact. Yeah, yeah. Uh. there's a documentary about him, yeah. <laughs> that documentary about Atlas holding up the sky, yes. Uh, yes, he was holding up the sky. And <laughs> I Perseus, didn't know that. And differing uh, versions of the myth, uh, he either did it to um, as punishment, as further punishment, or as a kind of relief. As oh, a kind, that's nice. You know, Atlas was kind of going, oh, this is... This is killing me. Are, yeah, my arms are sore. <laughs> it's killing uh, me. Please turn turn me to stone so that I don't have to uh, consciously yeah. do it. My anymore. lats. Ow. Just, yeah. Yeah, it's like yeah. tying bits of wood to your arms, which he probably could have done instead of, you know, murdering him. <laughs> or just get something wood, else yeah. to prop it up, like a big stick, and just like yeah. pop that in, in his place so he could have a bit of a, like just swing his arms around a bit yeah, and, and then pop them back up and be like, all yeah. right, cool. Get the yeah. pins and needles out. Yeah. All right, question number nine. Which 1985 Kate Bush song recently topped the mm. ARIA singles charts after being featured in the Netflix drama Stranger Things? Stephen yeah. will know this. Stephen loves music. Tosh will know this too. Everyone knows. Do you know it, Tosh? Yeah, no, I've got, I, yeah. I went out and bought the record because I, all of a sudden the record jumped up in price. I've been meaning to get it for like a couple of years. It's just sort of sitting for, there on my list. For and nearly then, 40 years. And- but then, but then, <laughs> well, no, since I got a record player. Oh, I see. So, but, and I was like, oh, I'll get the vinyl oh. of it. And it's Hounds of Love is the record. But I was like, oh, I should. Yeah, but that's not the song. The no, song no, no, the no, song. no, no, no. The record is Hounds of Love. But oh. the, yeah, the album. It, it wow. suddenly started selling out everywhere and yeah. people were putting it online for like $200 and I was like oh okay I need to find it for a normal price quickly otherwise it's going to be broken because of Stranger Things um, but yeah. it's running up that hill it is called running in up brackets, that hill Very well in done. brackets deal with God I think there's a there's a bracket situation oh. in the title of it Mm, maybe. I think you're right. I don't have that on my... Yeah, the Saturday um, paper wouldn't do that. Saturday paper, notorious for not including the bracketed names the, of, the of pop songs. A Deal With God, you're correct. There you go. Is in the parentheses. Wow. I'll have to tell Cindy McDonald, the author of the quiz. But all these yeah. children on TikTok now are like, have you heard about Kate Bush? Have you heard this song? It's like... And the rest of the world is saying, yes, we have. We've heard it a lot of times. <laughs> We've heard it a lot, a long time ago. Yeah. They're going to flip out when they find out about Michael Jackson. And then, <laughs> and then they're going to flip out again when they find out about, about Michael, Michael Jackson. Jackson. Yeah. Yeah, indeed. And we're up to the final question. Wow. Guys, you've done so right. well. My goodness. This is a pretty... I feel good about this quiz. I've, I've never felt good about a quiz in my life. Well, <laughs> until now. Look at you now. You, yeah. You've hardly put yeah. a foot wrong. I don't think it's I amazing. have put a single foot wrong. I think I got everything right. I, I th- is it? Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. I, I got things wrong. Yeah. Stephen, <clears throat> Stephen has yeah. unfortunately bumbled his way to the finish line <clears throat> with me Riding supporting. Riding on Tosh's coattails. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Here we go. <clears throat> You'll get this one, though, Stephen. I'm pretty sure... What, starting with F, is another name for fruit sugar? Fructose. 
Uh, I'm sorry, what did you call that? <laughs> I, I said fructose, and I'll say it again. Fructose to you, sir. I think it's pronounced fru- fructose. fructose, as in fructose. like Stephen is a fuckhead. Ah, <laughs> oh, okay, thank you. That's a helpful reminder for everyone out there. Fuck you. <laughs> okay, fructose. It is yes. fructose, fructose. I say potato, you say kartoffel. Let's call uh, the whole thing off. Yes. <laughs> Very well done. You smashed through this quiz. Yeah, Thank you look, very much. It's fun. We're great. Yeah, you are. <laughs> You're very good at this. All right, we're going to take one last break. We'll be back in a moment. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Stephen Hall, Tosh Greenslade, thank you both so much for coming on the quiz. Pleasure. It's a real treat having you both. Oh, hasn't Thank you. It's been really fun. Yeah. And look, hey, um, Sean McCullough's Mad as Hell is back on screens for yet another season in two weeks, something like that. On the 20th, I think. Brilliant. 20th of July. Of July. Wednesday, the yes, 20th of July. 2022. If you're listening to this in, a, in another year. <laughs> in another year, decade. You're, you're just like, where is it? Why is it not on? I'm sure it'll still That's be on. because I'm dead. I'm sorry. Yeah. In another 15, 10, 15 years, you'll be doing season <laughs> season 38. Of- just our heads on sticks. <laughs> Reanimated corpses. After, after Morrison style. rises to power again and beheads everyone who mocked him. Oh dear, don't. Yeah. He wouldn't do that. That's uh, no, that's a joke. I wouldn't say yes. that Morrison will definitely do that. But if he does, I told you so. <laughs> Thanks so much, guys. Thanks Thank very you. much, Johnny. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Well, that is it for another episode of the Saturday Quiz. Thank you for listening. If you haven't already, please rate and review this show on Apple Podcasts and make sure you subscribe wherever you listen. Thank you to my guests this week, Tosh Greenslade and Stephen Hall. If you're curious about Stephen's half-remembered bit of trivia about Helen Keller, let me tell you that she was indeed responsible for the introduction of the Japanese breed of dog, the Akita, into the United States. She was gifted an Akita pup by the Japanese government after going on a speaking tour there and learning of their loyalty and devotion. And that first puppy inspired countless more to be brought back from Japan by US soldiers after the end of World War II. Tosh's macabre fact about Oliver Cromwell's head is also disturbingly accurate. Thank you to Cindy McDonald for writing the quiz, and this is your last chance to get tickets to the Saturday Paper and Melbourne International Film Festival Quiz Night that Cindy and I are hosting which will be on next Friday night at Acme in Fed Square in Melbourne. There are some fantastic prizes you can win. Come along, it's going to be really fun. My name's John Leary, and I'll have more questions for you same time next week.